the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good Sunday afternoon, family. This is Minister Dion. I'm here solo today, but my mother is present here with her love. She sends you all of her love. She is praying for you all, and we hope that you are praying for us all as we continue to stand together. Family, I just wanted to just bring something to you that has been laid on my heart, and it's really been stirring up in my spirit, and I just wanted to, you know, really dive into the things of God together and the Holy Spirit was speaking unto me and as the Spirit was speaking it spoke about the law it spoke about the law as it pertains to uh, the commandments of God and so as I started to think about the law of God and the and the, and the governing and the ordinance and the statutes of God, which he tells us to meditate on day and night, that we may be firmly planted and unrootable. As I was meditating on these things, he just says, just think about how law moves us day in and day out on the roads, in the places of business, and even in our homes. You know, law governs the land or even the area which it is applied. If you think about a, a country or a kingdom, you know, the law is comes in to, to make things universal. The law is established and comes in to expand that kingdom or that country's rule or reign. When a kingdom or a country first comes in to take over a territory, the first thing that it does is it changes its language. I am of African descent, but I'm coming to you in the English tongue. Because some time ago in history, the kingdom of England reigned and reigned for a great long time and expanded within many territories out in the Eastern Hemisphere and out here in the Western Hemisphere, it expanded. And again, when a kingdom expands, it changes the languages. So now generation after generation after generation speaks of the, it speaks with an English tongue because of that kingdom that had came and expanded itself for that time period. If you think about sports, the Bible says that an athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. So it does not matter how powerful this athlete is. LeBron, as great as an athlete as he is, Kobe, Michael Jordan, as great as athletes as they are, as powerful athletes as they are, they can do nothing out of bounds. 
there has not been a game-winning shot made out of bounds or a touchdown scored out of bounds because you have to perform within the law and the command that's given unto you in order to be effective, in order, in order to maximize the potential that God has placed down inside of each and every one of us. This is why he gives us his law and tells us to obey his command. Even in our, again, as I mentioned, personal homes. For some people, you can't walk into the house with shoes on. You can't just come in and put your feet up on the kitchen, t- on, 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 on the coffee table. You can't just come into the kitchen and open up pantries and cabinets and, frigger- and refrigerators. You cannot just lay your head in any bedroom of the house. So if we being man in homes that perish with use have laws that govern the way that we move in this place, how much more does an eternal God in a wide expanded beyond our thought heavens have laws? How much more has he put his law here on this earth to establish it? The Bible says he marked out the seas and given them their boundaries so they would not transgress his commands. So even creation, the laws of gravity, the laws of motion, all, all these things are governed by law, by command. So with that being said, family, I want to take you in to the reading of Deuteronomy chapter six. Now. This is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore hear. O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Hold on to that family. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And shall talk of them when you sit in your house. When you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Skipping down to verses 17 and 19. You shall diligently keep commandments, the commandments of the Lord your God, his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. You shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with you and that you may go and possess the good land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to cast out all your enemies from before you as the Lord has spoken. 
it's crazy how the enemy comes in and we, we, we have these enemy type situations and these enemy type assignments that come in and they come in and beat us down so poor. But all we had to do was hold on to the commandment of God. If we would get if we would just hold on to the, if we would make known these commandments, the struggles by, uh, that we struggle with wouldn't even be a struggle because it'll be cast out and cast down by the law. But if you do not know the law, if you not, have not held strong to the commandments, if you have not made yourself repetitive and, and rep and rep these things. Again, these these athletes have to show up to this court and have to show up to this field of play and, and, and rep and within bounds. I had to I had to continuously come and be and, and make myself in bounds. You have to continuously come into your places of work and and do the things and undergo the process of which was given unto you and repeat it in order to be effective. To cast out all your enemies from before you as the Lord has spoken. Verse 25. Then it will be righteousness for us if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God as he commanded us. Father God, bless us in the reading of your word. Remove all distraction, every spiritual uh, uh, sphere of hindrance, O oh Father God, that this word may flow forth to the hearts, O oh Father God, of, of where you are sending it, that it may prosper and return to you, not void. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Write this down, family. Law is established when commandment is given. Law proceeds commandment. Law is established when commandment is given. Law proceeds commandment. If we break down the word commandment, there's two words, come and mand. C-O-M means with. Mand is where we get the word mend, which is to bind together. Bind together or bring together or sew together. So when we see when we when we when we see that things are broken, there needs to be a mending. There needs to be a mending. So God, again, we just read, is one. God desire us. To be as one. So when we are, when we obey his commandments, we are coming together as one. Law is rendered as the solution to a problem. Which makes that, which makes law absolute, binding and universal. Law is man's solution. Law, I, again, I say it's absolute. That word absolute. Ab, man, salute, solution, man's solution. If we didn't, if we don't want, if we don't want crazy roads and highways and things, somebody said, let's make lines in the ground. And then another man said, in order to control traffic, we need to put some lights in the sky. In order to, to reduce the probability of accidents, we need to put speed limits on people in their vehicles because they are within these powerful transits and, 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 and vessels. But if this power does not come under control, if this power is not arranged, reined in by law, then there will be mass casualties. So law 
keeps us. A lot of times people get mistaken and mistooken by saying, oh, God didn't want me to do this. God didn't want me to have this. God, God is not keeping things from us. He's keeping things. He keep, he's keeping us for the things of him. God is not keeping. Uh, God is not trying to keep you, beloved, from something. He's trying to prepare to propel you into something. Because without law. There is again, there, there is again, no absolute. There is no solution. And so, again, he had to establish a law because something was broken inside of us. Something needed mending inside of us. If you look at a at, at just as what we're in right now, a commercial building. You you look up and see a sprinkler system. Then you'll go down the hallway and see a fire extinguisher. And then you'll look up and there's there lies labeled exits. Because some time ago, I'm thinking more upstate, there was a building for of miners working and it caught on fire. And those miners perished in that fire. And so Legislation had to look at it and say, hey, we need to put some mandates on buildings. So that in case of an emergency, they know how to respond. There there are sprinkler systems set in place to combat the flames. There are fire extinguishers in place to combat the the flames. There are exits the in place to flee danger. But before that, buildings didn't have those mandates. But again, legislation acknowledged a problem. God acknowledged the problem. And so he had to say he, he acknowledged brokenness. So he said, I have to commend them. I have to I have to bring I had to bind this thing back together and establish something amongst them. So that we can be one with one another. I, the Lord, their God, and they my children. But oftentimes we push back. Against these laws. We we disregard them. We don't see the signs in the road. Our feet gets anxious and a little too heavy on the gas pedal. We we start to get comfortable behind the wheel and maneuver and take unnecessary risk. Thank God for his grace and his mercy. What you thought it was you thought it was your you thought it was your 2020 vision? That got you up the highways and the byways and delivered you back home safely? No, it was the grace and the mercy and the goodness of God and his faithfulness. He said even when we're faithless, he's faithful because he's faithful who promises. So family, we have to, again, as the word encouraged us, as I encourage you at the top of this, to meditate on these things. If you look at that word meditate, that's meditate for good or for bad. Meditate in happiness or in anger. The reason we can come to God with those honest emotions is because not every law is going to be to our liking. (laughs) Not every law is going to make us feel good. Not every law is going to be our preference. Not every law is going to meet our timing. Not every law is going to be the most resourceful unto us. But still, God said, if you will obey, 
if you will obey. I got something on the other side of this thing here. I'm taking you into a land that's flowing with milk and honey, but I need to tell you something on this side of it. As they were wandering through that wilderness and making their way into the land, they were in tents. Tents are temporarily temporary dwelling places, as in they were not meant to stay on that side. They were not meant to stay in that wilderness place. But God had to tutor them and train them and prepare them and make them ready for a place that was flowing with milk and honey. But not only with milk and honey, but all types of evil. With, with cultures, with idols. With ways unseemly. So let me bind you together with me. So when I put you in that place. And give you that land. You will not yoke yourself together with these things. But you will cleave unto me your God. In whom you trust. Let me, let me take you around this wilderness. Let me circle you around this wilderness for 40 years. Let me rep you in the obedience. And in, the, and in my law and in my commandments. Let me let you experience me again and again and again and again so that when you come into that place, you will continue to see me in the midst of all that you see because it's a good place. Meditate, meditate, meditate on these things. Again, God's divine law is given to us because he's seen a problem in our hearts. Right down in our hearts. That tree that was eaten up back in the garden separated us from God. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil came in and now there was now there was two uh, incurring powers going against each other. There were two entities clashing with each other in, in the midst of our hearts. Our conscience littered all day long with what to do and what not to do, where to go and where not to go. Should I or shouldn't I? There's division within us, and God acknowledged that problem. So let me command you today that my, my law may be established within your heart. But let's speak of the enemy right quick. Let's speak of the enemy. Write this down, family. Confusion combats commandment. I say again, confusion combats commandment. He's the father of confusion. The word confusion, again, con with, fuse togetherness. So the enemy is trying to create togetherness also. He's trying to present something as one. Oh, that's why he said, that's why the Bible says he's the God of this world or the God of this universe. Or one, or, or, or one verse, or one word. The enemy, the enemy is trying to create, to uh, trying to create this, or seduce you into this way of oneness. But this way of oneness draws you from the Father and draws you from the things from the, from the, from the kingdom. The word, the mo most, of, most, of, a lot of what the enemy's work has been done out of was the nation of Babylon. The word Babylon we spoke about so many messages ago means confusion, confusion, particularly by way of mixture. So when he had them eat of the tree, or seduced them to eat of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil, there was a mixture. 
Okay? Follow me, family. That was a mixture. That was a mixture between two solutions. And if you look into if you if, if you look into the science of the matter, the only way, for example, you can s- separate water from salt is under fire. So that's why he had the keys of death for so long until Jesus had to come under that fire and receive him and retrieve him and separate him. Separate the water from the salt, separate the good from the evil. To reestablish his reign in our hearts. So. The difference between. A commandment. Or a commandment. And confusion. Is that. When you mend something. That means there is two. Entities bonded together. By a strand. There's something. If you look. Even if you look down into our DNA strands. There is something that is connecting those two strands and they intertwine and intertwine. They intertwine and intertwine with each other. That's why he says, I am divine. My father is divine dresser and you are the fruit because vines wind together. And there's a evidence, there's evidence that something is binding, it's binding it. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. What is a husband? Two words, a house bond. (laughs) Jesus is right here in the middle, binding two entities together. God had to come retrieve us and receive us. He wanted to retrieve us and receive us back unto himself, but he couldn't take us as we are. He needed something to bind us back to him. And wind us back up into him. That's the difference between a commandment and confusion. Confusion just, you take two solutions, put them in together, stir them up, and make it looks one. But it looks one, but it's two separate things happening there. But uh, a commandment is something that binds together. And that is not one, but it's evidence that it's been binded together. And without that binding uh uh, principle right there in the middle those things are two separate entities so the evidence of jesus christ in our life the evidence of jesus christ is our and our life separates us from the wind and the way of confusion that the enemy tries to set against us i know this is a lot to take in family but i'm trying to get it into you because god got something for you god got something for you but he ain't going to give it to you anyhow, anyway, just because you, you got you to gotta settle yourself within his command. You have, to, you have to walk after these things. You have to pursue God with your whole heart as he commanded us to do. You have to surround yourself, saturate yourself, submerge yourself, subdue yourself, submit yourself under that mighty hand of God. And when you come under family, he said, I, the Lord, will raise you up. Again, his, our very DNA that strands and winds together, that is bond together. He himself is our house bond. And he makes a proposal to you today, family. He's proposing right now, family. 
if you have not received of me as your husband, man, your house barn, I need you and I ask you right now, will you? And if you will, if you if your heart says yes, repeat these words after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Family, we here at Disciple Pathways love you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.